0: And yes, we are live. Welcome to the Brasbos uh, podcast. This is episode three. Uh, in case you are new here, my
1: name is Emmanuel. And this is Taufik. I uh, know no co, no whatever after that. Let's carry on to the next one. <laughs> Taufik the Fabulous.
2: Hey, I'm Ben, Benjamin, as usual.
0: And Benjamin, as usual. So, three of us here are housemates who. You know, uh, love to talk to ourselves more than many other housemates. And uh, in lieu of that, we decided to start this podcast. So not to uh, dribble on too much, uh, what is uh, today's topic, Taufik? Or what will we be talking about?
1: I think overall the running theme is going to be uh, being a man in 2019, or at least in this decade. Yeah. And a few other things I think we're going to talk about is uh, masculinity, social intelligence, uh, empathy, uh, along those lines. And as we delve into it, maybe we might move on to more of the other topics than that. Yeah. All right,
0: all right. It looks like uh, a big task masculinity or being a man in 2019. So uh, kicking it off um, masculinity. So, as men, I think m- most of the time, almost everything we do is always, always uh, a dick-measuring contest in one way or the other. Right, so how has how that, uh, how, what is your view on that, or how has that affected you in, in sort of a way?
1: I think I read somewhere that mm-hmm. a space dominated by men or a space that has majority men is always, uh, what I I say? always a space of petty rivalries in other words it's uh, always a dick measuring contest (laughs) so yeah I think even I think it all comes down to that as men I think we guys don't know how to express our feelings so it's always like uh, he always trying to one up each other so I guess sort of that comes the way where you know masculinity where you know what if I don't one up him, I'm not a man. Uh, so, it sort of comes along that way, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. Uh, how about you, Ben? Uh, what 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 does it mean to you, to masculinity?
2: Well, it's just like whatever it is, it is. It's a man's word. That's what it is. Masculinity is just man. In their simplest version, it don't matter. It's just like okay, yeah. Be a man. That's the definition. In, simpler
1: version, in, the, in a simpler version, that's just it. Uh, but, but what does being a man mean though? Everybody keeps saying that be a man. But there's no like, sort of like step one, step two, step three to like, yeah, you do this, you be a man. I think you're overthinking it. Oh. I think in most cases, be a man means
0: just lock up, do not show any sort of emotion. And in, even though you should probably you know, try to, let's say, or in, ideally, where you should confront emotions that perhaps are not so nice, you are told to sort of bury it and just not feel anything. And I think you do that enough times that eventually you just, like, you go to
1: that, like you use that as your go-to method to solve everything, right? So, so you're saying be a man mm-hmm. is be as distant as possible from reality and cut off everything that makes you human. Pretty much, pretty
0: much, or at least I think in, in some variation of that. And I think to me what masculinity means, I think, is a, sort of a performative role, right? A role where you have to you have to be strong, you have to not concede, you have to, you know, not show emotion or at least not emotions that make you weaker, right? You have to be the one to, you know, one-up the other person, like, like you said, like have the biggest up. To the one i don't i don't know if you 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 get what I mean, but like be the one to you know be the biggest one upper or something like that, mm-hmm. right, so I think you do that enough times, and I think that's where it comes to be masculine to be strong to be you know all of those gallant and you know and we read all these tales and all the stories of great men and you know men that have done so it's like there's sort of like this standard or high bar that we are supposed to meet and like we all just sort of try to... Which is why I think... Uh, I think also I read somewhere where it, it was like... Most men don't have a problem with other men... If they, if they know that the man is bigger than them. Which means that most men can concede to other men...
1: When the man has the bigger dick. Yeah, so, you put, uh, so it's more <laughs> like you, you check them real quick... Put them in their place, they, uh, they back off. But I think that's where it starts off all this kinda uh, dick measuring contest, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. now man has tendency to always overestimate the abilities the or yeah yeah, abilities. Capi- yeah exactly <laughs> capabilities. Always <laughs> always it doesn't matter in in any areas of in, in women or whatever they're pursuing every time men always try I mean at least from what I've seen personally always overestimate their capabilities. So if let's say taking that what you just said now if another bigger man, or sort of alpha male, sort of like tries to put them in check, they'd be like, how did this guy do this? Yeah. So they reacted more in a way of using the ego and pride as a shield rather than looking into them and say, OK, why do I feel this way? And why am I feeling threatened? Mm. So I guess if they're using the ego and pride as a sort of way to express the emotion or deal with what's happening, I mean, I don't think I think they always estimate like oh shit okay what this guy trying to check with me ah no 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 let me like try to one up him more yeah, yeah, yeah. so I guess I don't know I sort of in theory it makes sense yeah you check them real quick show them who's the bigger man but I don't know in reality uh, I don't know man. I don't know if it's not really going to work I think that sort of becomes toxic on the long run mm-hmm. and and yeah and in the insecurities get even more blown and which leads mm-hmm. to it being more toxic and no, I, chaos.
0: Yeah, I, and I think I want to, I, uh, to buttress the point you made about, you know, how we overestimate, as men, how we overestimate our abilities. I think it's mostly how most of us are socialized since when we are born, right? We are socialized to, like, you know, it's either you get it or you get nothing. Like, there's no middle ground. There's no, okay, maybe concede defeat or, like, sort of get to the middle ground or cooperate. It's either you're with me or you're not with me at all. And I'm alone, I'm the lone dog or like, you know, I'm the alpha dog or I'm the lone wolf, you know? There's no, like, okay, let's cooperate, let's work together, let's, you know, try to build something. It's like, no, 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 no. So I think that gives us that mentality of, okay, I have to get it, and anything, yeah, it, it must be mine. And if it's not mine, well, that thing is shitty. I think an I think, attitude. How about you, Ben? Uh, me and Taufik has been, we've hugged the mic and limelight. Uh, what, 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 what do you think? How, why do you think that is so?
2: A lot of things involved, like you being a man is like they've been telling you since when you were a kid, like, oh, okay, you're a man, you can literally say, like, uh, the way your folks are gonna treat you at home is quite different from their girls and so many things. So, in your head, uh, automatically you know, okay, yeah, I'm supposed to have my stuff together, I'm supposed to be the one calling the shot, even though my parents are not at home. Maybe you're the only son or you're the youngest, you just be like, oh. Those are ladies, you just need to put them in the slaves, You have to do your thing like that. There's so many things like, in one long, it's just too many. And even though you get away from home, you get outside, your environment is still telling you like, yeah, be a man, you don't need to be a softy. You get away from there, you get to school. It's still the same old thing. It's like, oh, battle of the fittest between all the boys and the girls. The girls are just there doing their thing. They're not even threatening you, but it's just like, subconsciously, we're just programmed to think like, yeah, oh man, I'm supposed to be the one calling the shot Yeah, So many, many things. So now, if you get to like oh, two guys competing, that's another ball game. It's another ballgame in, in In what sense? Because now, if you notice like maybe this guy is kind of better than you in some mm. aspect, you might not try, you might not want to conceive. You just want to be like, mm, you think you're better than me. Yeah, uh, it's better than so it you. Triggers, it, it triggers, triggers you. so many other things like us. You just feel like you feel challenged, but it's not supposed to be like you feel challenged. You just need to acknowledge if it's better than you, then it's fine. Yeah. We can just exist together and everybody just go along with it. But from there, it's like, ah, you think you're better than me. Who do you think you are? So many things like that. It just like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. Maybe you think I'm not better than you, but actually, I know I'm better than you, but I let it pass. <laughs> Let's just have peace and just enjoy this. But yeah. so many things. And from there, like, because the, the way they've made us understand, yeah, you have to be man, you have to be this, you have to be that. It's always like, do or die. Yeah. Once you see somebody better than you, it's either two things. it that your ego got get the best of you. Or it's just like, OK, you know what? I'm just going to acknowledge this. I'm just going to my share and be like, OK, All I'm reaching right, so. to guy. So, so, either you fight or you just retreat, you just retreat, like retrieve like and that. yeah, okay, I'll let it be. Yeah, and when it comes with the ladies, it's another ball game entirely, like,
0: <laughs> which we shall get to, which we shall get to the ball game that Ben is talking about. But I think that is uh, or a- any other thing you have to add, yeah, topic? Yeah, so I think uh, uh, what Ben has brought up is. Quite important in the sense that, for many of us, I think at least society has reinforced uh, we are Nigerian. Ben and I, and uh, Taufik is Indian, but he, you know, he grew up. Were you born in India or you? Yeah, I was born in India. You're born in India. Okay, he was born in India, but he grew up in uh, United. UAE, United uh, Arab Emirates. Emirates. And yeah, I think even and we're here in Malaysia right now and the common thing in all those cultures, even though they're like so far apart, is that men are still held at such a mm-hmm. high level and, you know, male children are still, you know, held that, you know, you cannot do anything wrong and, you know, you're you are not made to do anything at home and you're just treated like the king that you are. And I think I think that has reinforced many of us not to sort of have a check from when we we're kids, you know, in actually finding out how to properly work with people how to properly uh create not just boundaries because we want to demolish them but boundaries where we respect the other person and we're actually able to okay you know what you do your own thing i do my own thing you're better in this uh than i am and i'm better in this than you are and we can sort of work with you so there's no cooperation i think and i think that's where we are different from the the ladies in the fact that many ladies or girls from birth actually are able to socialize maybe perhaps a little bit more than we are, because we are sort of isolated in that sense. And talking about isolation, which is uh, a segue into emotional intelligence, which is what uh, many people don't know generally, not just men, but many people. But I think for men, especially in the sense that because we are, so, we are raised up to believe that everything is ours, we don't have, uh, how, how how do you put it, we don't have that, eq yes they call it eq, EQ right yeah. yes we don't have that eq to be able to sort of balance uh, our, our situations and scenarios and uh, uh, do you have any stories topic of a situation where yeah, you know
1: so. <laughs> as you put me on the spot i mean i, I have to like okay okay we'll come back we'll come back we'll come it.
0: back we'll come back to you we'll come back to you but i think uh, eq uh ben uh, anything about eq emotional what does the q mean though uh, there's iq right and the, actually, what does IQ mean? I don't know what are the Q stands for. <laughs> I don't know what the Q, Q using stands. Using it We're just using it. it. It's 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 all right. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, how are you, Ben? What do you think about emotional intelligence and being a man in twenty nineteen?
2: Being a man is simple, man. Don't complicate it. Don't complicate things.
0: Being a man is simple.
2: Hot compl- yeah. takes. Hot takes. If you know you're a man, you don't need anybody to reinforce that. You're like, yeah, I'm a man. I need to man up. I need to do this. Yeah, it's okay. A man can be a softie. It don't matter. A man can still be. Oh, you can still smile. You can still do so many things. But But wait, I have
0: a question. What?
2: My question is,
0: for you to know that you are not being threatened, you have to have a pretty high level of self-acknowledgement slash self-esteem, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think most of what we see in in the way men lash out, especially when they don 't get their way is 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 steeped or is buried in fragility right like not not knowing not really being sure or certain of who you are or what you stand for, so the littlest disagreement to that, and you lose your shit right so I think yeah, why you do have a point in the sense that again, I said this was a question, but i 'm not sure where this is going, but we shall just see where it goes so. <laughs> don't, you dare, don't you dare laugh at me Ben is laughing at me right now Don't you dare laugh at me boy So no I think while Yes what you're saying is It is valid but I think uh, There's one thing Tafik always says Whenever we share stories Especially when I share a story, He says you know Imano, you tell me all these things But you don't tell me the context in which they happen um, Which again is important right So like you, you say all of this now but The context in which it happens is in that that context where you as a man have actually been able to, let's say, work on yourself. Know, okay, this is where I'm fragile. Actually be at peace with it because there's a certain peace you have to get to. And yeah, my own question is like, like what happens before that stage, right? Before, let's say you are a man in 2019 now where on some level you still, you're still, you know, uh, I would not say fragile, I would say, you're still not comfortable admitting things that perhaps you lack,
1: Fair
0: right? So how, how do you go from there to where you're actually able to develop high emotional intelligence, right? Because I think one of the, the oh, you know what? I'm gonna stop there and I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> I realized I was, uh, I was droning on, which I tend to do that too, uh, Ben. So how do you go from
2: there to there? Like it's really it's not that easy. I'm not gonna say it's easy, but the thing is, once you realise like okay, you're a human being, like you have to keep learning every now and then, then you can admit like okay, even though I'm wrong with this, even though that's my mistake, then you can be like, oh, okay, that's a way for me to improve. But moments just be like, uh, oh, yeah, there's no need for that. Probably there's no need for it. Then there's no need for you learning that stuff. But if you be like Oh, okay. I didn't see it like that. Uh, probably that was my fault. Then probably you, you understand like okay, this is what I'm lacking. Then you can literally go about it and be like, oh, in case this thing happened the next time, I know how to go about it. But in first place, you just close that out. Okay, there's a problem. Then she won't learn. Anything. So if,
0: if you don't if you don't admit
2: to, to your, your mistakes, you have to own up to your mistakes. If somebody just call you out, uh, like
1: you know, like. This stuff you but do. that is not
0: easy, though not, it
2: is not, it's pretty
1: hard, yeah. Like, uh, okay, you well, reach to that point, yeah. where You can just sit back and accept it, where inside you just want to like fight it and go all out on that person. It's hard to even to get to that point, see,
0: okay. Wait, 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 uh, wait, yeah, sorry for sorry for pause. I think what would make this, uh, uh, I, I think on some level to people listening or watching right now, on some level, we are at a stage where we sort of we are still there i mean we still stuff still gets to us but i think the difference is we're able to actually like talk about it right so can you say a personal story like of how before where you used to like you know maybe have those questions like what is happening or from going from there to now where you can actually yeah i mean it still happens it's not like as if you are This saint now, of course not. I mean, nobody is right. But like now, to the difference now being that you can actually like talk about it, and you know, you can feel it, but under like recognize you're feeling it, and then uh, express it like like hey, okay, I don't know, this doesn't seem right, or what is happening here. Like, how did you get from that from that stage to
1: where you are today? Like, Um, so I think one one of the things I've battled with throughout course of early few years I was in Malaysia was yeah. was simple it's just asking for help one of the things okay. asking for help to me I always recounted that for me being weak or um, it's because I look like a failure or I look like like an idiot if I were to ask help so I always came back to that I if I ask for this person for help would this person look at me like I'm stupid or if this person look at me like oh, this guy's a weakling uh, so it always came back to that and it crippled me over time when I really needed help I never got it and there were consequences I had to deal with which hurted me on the long run and I didn't know it was hurting me until a few years down the line and by that time the only way I knew to react to that was just isolating myself not even then not asking for help so it's, I think the one time when times it started changing was when I was I, because of it crippled me so much I was backed up against the wall long, yeah. and the second here when I moved here with you guys and I saw how you guys were just open about it it sort of think coming by, it sort of created that space where, you know what maybe I could come here and can't ask them about it and and these people wouldn't really judge me or see me as sort of a weakling or You know, like I'm some kind of bumbling idiot who don't know what he's talking about. So uh, in the end, two things I've noticed that kind of propelled me towards change is that one, actually realizing over the course of time that it's actually crippled me to ask for help or even help myself. But it took a few years. It didn't happen within a day or two. It took failing at it for like three, four years to actually come to a point where, you know what, is actually crippling me. At the same time having a space where I can let it all let that, all that baggage out the door and then come in and you know what sit down and take responsibility for myself. For yourself yeah. and to and talk to people who are like, hey you know what? Let me just hear where you're coming from. You know, let me let me see it might not be the most important thing to me or how you perceive the world doesn't necessarily mean i perceive that way the world the but way let me see can. where it's happening let me have this conversation with you i think we didn't i think when when this all this started i didn't i mean i'm articulating it well now but at that time i didn't recognize it but i saw how you guys behaved and how you two behave with each other and asking for let's say one of the things when one of us are broke and you ask hey you know what i can't I mean, I'm broke now. Could you help me out? So that thing was huge because I didn't have so much growing up and then money was always uh, insecurity for me. So when it comes to money, I always like, ah, you know what? I go hungry, but never ask anybody, anybody anything. Yeah. So all to see you guys do that. And I think something Ben told, I think we were in one of the malls and we were walking by and he said like, what's the point of me having money if I see my friend or someone close to me suffering? And if Aww. I can help it. So that kind of like stuck that's, with me for a while. Like that's I was sweet, like, man. I sort of let it marinate. And I guess at the end to conclude is that one, I kind of realized how just dist- sort of I was in a destructive cycle and it's crippling me. Same time, Second is the fact that I recognize the space where I could put that all down and take responsibility for myself and talk to people who I know would not judge me or see, have a civil conversation to actually just see, understand my perspective and if possible, you know, share the experiences and learn something from each other. Uh, I think sort of that what sort of helped me transit into where I can share a lot of deeper stuff. I don't really talk to others. Yeah, I think sort of that what helped me throughout the process. So,
0: uh, from from what you're saying is recognition on your own that it was actually hurting you by not reaching out and also having that space where you didn't feel judged and you felt you could be understood in the way. I think it's
1: more I didn't feel safe to share it. Ah. That's where I think that's the right way to put it. it. Often, even now often the space that I find myself in I mean I'm pretty secure with myself now is that all guys talking talking shit I, I, sometimes I sit back and think what are they talking about <laughs> no it's good I, I've, I've gone I mean I've grown throughout the years so I've recognized the patterns yeah, so it's, it's, it's this bravado they put up this superficial exterior they put up like everything's alright nothing can penetrate it but inside the, all of them are breaking down like just crumbling they, they're screaming for help but they cannot because they feel I. Uh, Like I said, same thing. Weak, weak, failure. They're not man enough. So I guess those I see those things, and I guess sort of I guess they don't feel safe either to like bring it up and say no way it's okay. I've tried telling the people, you know what, it's okay. If you don't want to share, don't share. If you want to share, you share. No judgment here. I've been through that. I think it still needs a lot of to hold their hand and walk them through to actually bring them to trust each other say you know what maybe this guy will really won't judge me it's safe to talk with him I think it, same thing happened with me and you guys too it took a while before I was like I could tell these guys things and even then the first time I think I kind of like I was holding my heart oh, what if this guy says no what if this guy says something back to me that I can't handle it so it was still but it was still initiative that I took eventually from my side and to recognize a safe space and eventually eventually come to trust the people in that space to actually share my side. And I think the other side is partially responsible for you guys to like, sit down and see where I'm coming from and to like, actually talk to me man to man rather than I would, as a boy, ah, this guy doesn't know, let me educate him or enlighten him sort of putting me down or in you know, a sort of uh, patronizing way do like trying to educate me it was not that way it was more of let me hear where you come from this is what my experiences are let's see the similarities let's see how we can help each other it was like that so that yeah that overall really pushed me to like you know what I need to know more about myself I need to invest more on not on my intellectual side but on the part where my emotions, my feelings how I treat people how I see women i will see other men sort of put things into perspective
0: all right all right uh thank you taufik for long. sharing
1: Damn. that was long <laughs> but i do, i thought i didn't have much to say but, <laughs> but uh, as the ball got rolling there was a lot to talk about
0: as it always is welcome to my life <laughs> but hey thank you for sharing thank you for bringing us uh bringing us uh, your personal experience there. Uh, So Ben, I mean, I think uh, uh, Taufik has been able to give sort of his perspective of how he was able to go through it. So coming back to the original question, which was about getting from that place to here, I think to amend to what you were saying from Taufik's experience, and I think from my own personal experience, and even on some level with you as well, is that, yeah, it does, a uh, 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 while there is a personal component to it right, where you recognize that hey you know um, I'm spiraling down I cannot help myself which I think many people usually generally tend to know even if they
1: don't sort of accept it right but, um, I guess it's sort of constant effort because mm-hmm. like I see if you're going to fail at it so many times and it's just you put so much effort in it you keep failing at it even now there are times where I don't share stuff but I know it's better if I let it out but all I revert back to that behavior where oh, you know, it's okay, Just, they won't understand. Or, I don't want them to see me weak or I'm messing things up, and I don't want them to see oh, this guy is a mess. So, sort of, those things still come back to me. But it's always sort of constantly putting effort into, like, hey, you know what, I can share with them. You know what, it's okay to share, it's okay to not say today. I can take and make an effort to say it tomorrow. It's a constant effort, and it's going to be frustrating. I mean, it's going to be frustrating all the time. Because sometimes you put in effort and people don't respond to you sort of that the way. way yeah. And you're going to fail at it. And at the same time, I think if you change your perspective on failure, see it as a learning experience rather than a full stop, I think that, that would help too. But even to get to that point, also, it takes, a, it takes time. Everything takes time. <laughs> Nothing ever changes in two days. If somebody changes in two days, somebody told me if a person changes in two days, that's not real, that's some fake ass shit. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I see, I see, I see.
0: So, um, if we want to distill this, I, I was about to say something which I forgot, but never mind. If we want to distill this, for example, into like, a, I mean, it's hard, but put it into methodology. So, what would you say are the right ingredients for you to sort of get to the stage where, yes, while it might still happen where you are still... You know, you still revert back to where you don't want to share, or you, you feel you're weak and everything. At least you're generally right now more aware of it. So, how do we get, like, what would you say are the ingredients if we were cooking food, for example, to be able to get there? Right. So, one would be, let's say, I think first would be
1: acknowledging it, acknowledgement. Maybe. Yeah, you're hurting, or you've messed up, or you're crippled. I mean, your inability to ask for help, or inability to show emotion that's crippled you. To actually recognize it and accept it, acknowledge it, and then so sort of recognizing the pattern, then see what are you, what are your behaviors. Looking into yourself, so the it's not so you're not focusing on the situations, the environment that's putting you in. It's your own actions. See so what are you doing that's keeping you in that place. You're not you're not learning or moving forward or proving yourself. And then I guess sort of constant effort. You know you. Go, When you start on this, you're gonna fail so many times. (laughs) It's gonna be so much frustrating, you feel like you're not moving forward, why are you even doing this for thing, recognizing failure too, accepting no, you're not gonna succeed at it for a while. And then all constant effort all the time, every time for everything, constant effort. Every time, it's I you. cannot emphasize it more. Like <laughs> yeah,
0: constant. for people listening, Taufik is really emphasizing constant, constant effort. effort.
1: Because the thing you don't realize is a huge upheaving uh, is a huge task to just put hold your grind your teeth, hold your face, and just like keep going at it. Constant effort. Sometimes you get tired, and it's okay. You know, it's okay to just let leave everything you're doing and just lie down, binge watch Netflix, order fast food lay in your bed I've done that a few times yes
0: <laughs> I was about to say that I think it's literally telling
1: you <laughs> no, it's okay. the, thing is, the fact that it's okay to take a break you know it, true, true, it's true, because true, it consumes so much true, energy true. so much um, of your life force that you get one day you might come back home and you'll be like you know what I'm tired of this shit I'm just gonna like take a break and you take a break and it's good and it's fair enough to take a break let's just not let that not be a way of life <laughs> which is a danger to be yes. to be honest yeah so yeah i mean it's okay to take a break so Calvin, summing it up is acknowledging your feelings okay recognizing it okay. knowing i mean constant effort i mean i've changed your perspective on failure too okay. there's acknowledgement and
2: there's acceptance yeah, because I when you acknowledge you might not really accept it
1: but fair enough yeah true True. i don't disagree that's true but if you acknowledge
2: then you accept, and that's when there's a room for you to discuss with someone like, oh, this is what I'm going through. You might not like, yeah, I'm broke, but you acknowledge you're broke, but or you could just tell you, or something just tell you like, no, uh, nah, those guys can't help me or whatever. I'm just going to be in my corner, dying of hunger or something like that. But moment you might know, you be like, hmm, I'm broke, but uh, nah, I accept that I'm broke. I got to go get help.
1: Yeah, so sort of acknowledgement leads the path to acceptance, yes. isn't it? You can acknowledge and not accept, but when you
2: acknowledge, then you as- then if you accept, then probably half of your problem is not starting to get solved. Cause when you ac- when you accept, that's when you look for answers. But you can know like there are sometimes you know like there's this situation happening, but you can't just help yourself and just let it be like you know what,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You just like yeah, yeah but I, mean, I, 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 I totally accept. I mean, recognize what you're saying. But I still believe that if acknowledging sort of, yeah, you put it out of mind, out of sight, that thing always, always is too much to deal with, yes. A lot of people do that around you, life. they know, like, this situation is going now
2: but they just either shovel away with something, oh, let's just go out and eat, let's eat it out. Oh, let me go smoke with a friend, oh, let's go to party, guess what? That stuff is still going to be there waiting for you, because you know where the problem is, right? You know, but you but, choose not to accept it at that point. I but I, I don't think it's a choice, though, because... I mean,
0: okay, so many people, I think ourselves included, are not actually taught how to deal with complex emotions, yeah,
1: no, no, right, like, going to get to that right.
0: both with with uh, personal issues, with work issues, with school issues, most of us are not taught how to actually deal with anything, right, which is why we are sold entertainment, we are sold, I mean, if we are in America, there's so much drugs, I'm not, I'm not even talking illegal drugs, I'm talking, like, legal drugs, right, like, so much just to numb the mind, right, so because, like, many of us are wired, or at least we've been wired from our upbringing and social media and news and everything to not deal with anything, right? not because we don't necessarily want to deal with it, Right, at least to what Ben is saying. I, I don't think it's, it's like that, though. I think it's more of, like, many of us don't really know how to deal with it. So we have something that is too much for us to bear. And we just, you know, bear it and say, hey, you know, uh, what can I do? Or, uh, okay, if I complain, I cannot complain. Maybe there's so much going on. Or, you know, I have a, a friend who, you know, th- will tell me, like, I'm not going to ask for help from my dad. He's already done so much for me already. Like, why would I ask for help from me? And I'm like, yeah, but it's your dad, you know? Like, there's nothing... You that.
2: know, your friend is dumb. Sorry.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I disagree. I, I disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I disagree. Wait.
2: That's okay.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. Do Do you know why I disagree? Why? I disagree because it's a, actually a legit thing. Like there are many people you would speak to today, which especially uh, uh, children, right? And by children, I mean even people in our age range, right? Even people in their thirties, right? Like they believe that they're a burden on their family because maybe their family or parents or mom or dad has done so much for them already, and reaching out even to say, "Hey, you know, I'm drowning in this thing," it feels like like feels like they're committing
1: a crime. Yeah, so it doesn't come back to the point where they don't trust their parents enough to share that with them.
0: I I don't I don't know though.
1: Like I, I okay. I, um, okay can, can, can,
0: can. yeah so no i i think that's
1: another, that's another yeah that's another topic yeah, exactly entirely because whatever you just mentioned is like so if you get, yeah. Into, yeah.
0: It, get yeah. into it yeah, yeah. It. no 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 see see the thing is wait it's easy to have a hot take on that it's a choice let's come back to the premise right but what i'm trying to say is that most times the reason why people are not quick i mean I know a lot of people, you know a lot of people, same goes for you. And many of people we know don't know how to deal with stuff that happens, right? They numb their minds with different stuff just to not deal with it, right? And I don't think it's a, I think, issue of them choosing to not do anything. I think it's an issue of them, most of the time, not being equipped to know what to do. They get overwhelmed. They get buried, so they just, okay, they are in one hole, so they just go to the adjacent hole next to them and dig themselves into a deeper hole because they are avoiding one hole that is right next to them. Right. So I don't think it's so much more of a choice.
2: Yeah. We'll go back to that, your friend. Put it in this context, right? Okay. Like, if your dad, you know your dad can afford it, and okay. he's not complaining. Okay. Guess what? If you need help, it's okay, you can ask. But if you know that that dude is struggling, that's another ballgame. Okay, then you got to go get yours. I'm not saying you shouldn't get yours. You can get yours, but at the same time, you can still ask for help. Because it's your dad. Yeah, but that, that is using
0: one statement for like every scenario, right? But it, in real life, things are not often as straightforward as that, right? In real life, people have complicated relationships with their parents, excuse me. People have complicated relationships with themselves, right? So even if my dad were someone who, were, uh, someone who is extremely supportive, extremely rich and everything, if I felt I was a burden, irrespective of every other thing I get from outside, I can get all the positive motivation outside that I, that, that I need or even more than I need. If I feel that I am a burden or I am a strain on them, even if they don't complain, I will, I will feel like I will dig myself into that hole.
1: Maybe, uh, maybe what if? Uh, let's see it this way. What if those people that, or your friend, measures his self esteem, ties has tied his self esteem with his meeting his parents' expectations, and that's how, he's, how he measures his self worth. Exactly. What if it's that way? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to me, it makes sense that if if let's say you're putting your friend shoes, and I've been in your friend shoes a lot of times, during the course of the six years too. So I was asking for my friends, parents for help or saying, hey, you know what, I've failed a couple of subjects, which I know would disappoint my parents. It disappoint anybody. It dis- I, I disappointed myself, so I <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I would disappoint anybody. But the thing is that, i knowing that it's going to disappoint them and seeing them disappointed may make me feel like, you know what, all these things they're doing for me, it's not even worth, I'm not worth it. And it's, they're just wasting the resource on me. So I would start seeing myself and measuring myself that way, like I, I invert it. And over time, it piles on. And then I guess sort of comes to a point where you're deep, knee deep, neck deep in trouble, and you still can't really go and ask them. The people who really would care about, who really would drop everything down to come and help you. I guess sort of I, I see it that way, man. I don't know. Like what I'm saying, okay, you put it in this point like, okay,
2: like your parent has been setting an expectation for you all the rest of your life, then you don't even know what you expect to do as a person, then if you hit this point, when you feel you're a failure, would you have to think you have to run back to nobody, apart from yourself? <clears throat> but if you have this parents, like they'll be like, okay, son, it's okay if you fail. It's okay for you to fail, just come. We can have that discussion. But guess what? Most of us, even though we fail, we can't go back to those experience of be like, what? Can't you see so-and-so son or daughter, can't you see how they are excelling and stuff? Would you go back to that kind of parent and be like, oh, mommy, dad, I just failed. Nope. You can't go there. So now, all those things we carry to adulthood. So now, because you don't even know the expectation you set for yourself, you don't know whatever you, you're doing. So you always tend to live on other people's expectations, most especially your parents oh, you have to be a doctor. You've seen so many things like, you know, like, I went to law school, I went to medicine school and, stuff, and mm, I didn't even know what I'm doing with my life. Eventually, I came back and I started writing some articles. I'm like, oh, okay. All
0: right, I so uh, I'm that. going to pause this right here because I think we're going a little bit off topic. of uh or there's, it was, a lot, <laughs> I there's a lot to talk there about. There is a lot to talk about. So stay tuned for future episodes of the Bass podcast where we shall give an exclusive on parenthood and being children and how much of uh, amazing children, but by amazing, I mean the complete total opposite that we are. But I think... Let's sort of rein it back in because we're going to have to go pretty soon, sadly. But I, I, I think yes, there there are points in coming back to the main theme of the whole discussion, which is about reaching out and about, you know, the ability to recognize whatever it is you're going through. I think it's like almost everything in life, very complex, right? So it, it involves so many wheels that have to turn before you sort of get to that point. so uh, To sort of bring the ingredient thing back, uh, one thing is acknowledgement. And before we had the argument over semantics, which is acknowledgement or acceptance or action, I think uh, without acknowledgement, there cannot be any action, right? So without actually recognizing that there is something wrong, it's almost nigh impossible for you to actually do something about it. So I, I think acknowledgement is really, really important. Um, the I think knowledge is also good to be able to know, uh, have a wider perspective on the fact that, hey, there's not only two choices, whether you do or you don't, there are other choices in between, so you are not sort of driven to an extreme, right, where you are either dying or either extremely successful, right? You, you can sort of be in the middle where, you know, some days are meh and it's perfectly fine for you to be meh, right? And I think another thing is, like you said, the space, right? The space in which you're able to, you know, have that discussion. You're able to sort of not have to have your shield up while you, you know, attack. So most of the times, I, I, I think where we learn to put the shield up is from when we are kids, you know, we are always brought down. Our ideas are shut down even before giving any sort of uh, chance, right? We are told, you know, to shut up and keep quiet and our suggestions are not even considered at all. So we sort of clam up and we don't share those those things that we really feel, right? So that sort of extends to every other area of our life and finding a space to do that is genuinely, like, extremely important. But how how is, are we... As men, right, for example, let's say we wanted to export this to other groups, right? How are you able to export all these things, right? Because it's, it's very hard. It is. I have
1: uh, no idea how to do that. <laughs> That's what I say. I have no idea. No idea. I mean, I've actually tried to um, figure out people that are somewhat close to me. I mean, I won't say close, but somewhat on the cusp of being close to me, but... It didn't work i mean i don't think it works i think it's like i've said before it's constant effort from all the parties in it if one person is putting all the effort in eventually it becomes too much and like anything if it's too much and it's their piece they're not uh, acknowledged for it they're not recognized for the effort i think eventually people start giving up so i have no idea i mean i thought about it i mean it's it's, it's a pretty good thing i mean i've uh, Listen, one of uh, speeches, uh, I cannot recognize it, I cannot remember his name. So he sort of, uh, I mean, the context of why he brought it up was that people uh, the guy, the guys were DMing him, sort of attacking him. As a man, how he can you do this, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. So instead of attacking him, uh, attacking the people heading back, so the speaker was like, so why are you feeling this way? And what made you, attack or say these things to me so so for everybody surprised i mean i was surprised by listening to the person attacking the speaker was like hey i'm sorry i so he started explaining himself why he said these things and at the end of the conversation he was like thankful to the speaker was like hey you know what thanks for having this space for allowing me to take responsibility for myself so eventually i guess so i mean it is it's luck, I mean, I don't know what how it had turned out to be. It's luck, it's chance or whatever, it's yeah. curiosity. But I guess sort of in that space it comes back is that the person who initiated it put out effort in hey, you know what? Come to me, you can share these things with me and both of us can share each other's experiences and we see where it goes from there. And the other person feeling allowed to be responsible or to be we trust this, trust this space to let things down and talk about it. And this, that thing is hard to do, man. It's pretty hard. I mean, you reaching out, I mean, like everything, is always a chance of it going sideways or fails. Yeah. So I guess sort of where that's where your emo- emotional tension, your maturity comes. So you know what? If the person, I will reach out first, and if the person doesn't want to, sorry, doesn't want to, no hard feelings. But I guess to even to get to that point, it's, it takes a while. It takes, I, I would say, a few years, a few years to actually get to that point and and to export it to other groups and teaching other men. Uh, that's uh, that's a huge huge task. I, I didn't I can't so one. So, uh, so in the end you know, I've kind of roundabout way and this thing I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> hey, thanks for
0: sharing. It was uh, it was uh, good to have an insight of why you have no idea. So how about you, Ben? If, if you wanted to share that safe space or the ability for uh, people to, or men, yeah. other men to be able, actually be able to open up and to be able to talk and everything, how, how do you think that you can
2: export that? I have no idea, too. Am I supposed to export it? dude, man. You got to get help if you need help, bro. I don't know, man. See? But, but that's an advice that means nothing in reality because most of the
0: time when you need help is when you don't actually reach out, or at least in most situations. So, I, 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 how, does that, how does that work then when you know you need help but you cannot reach out for help?
2: Well, like Tafik said, right? If yeah. you need to acknowledge, then you accept them. Constant effort, you put in the hour. <laughs> <laughs> Some bullshit, right? Some hour, bullshit right there. Some bullshit right there. All you men out there, put in that work.
1: Don't, worry, don't work like that. <laughs> yeah. Super yeah. simplify the situation. We don't do that here. Put in that <laughs> <hour>. <laughs> you guys know that
2: Rihanna song. Work, 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 work. Put in, put in that work. My <laughs> well, 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 joke's bad though, but it's a, it's a lot of stuff, man, because you, you you have to be able to understand like, oh, yeah, you're a man, and it's okay for men to be soft, like, because even though we been men, right, we still have that feminine part in us, but the thing is, it's just hidden somewhere, because they've always tell us, like, be a man, be a man. Okay, how am I supposed to be a man? Nobody gives you any idea of how you're supposed to be a man, but the thing is, be a man. man or whatever they have to say it is. So, with that, we're shutting out that female part out of us, because everybody can say, like, oh female can cry. Is it a female part, really? Wait, or? wait, sorry? The, the, the femininity in us we're shutting yeah. it down. Yeah. So, the ladies can cry, but you'll be like, oh, guys don't cry. Why? I don't know, too. So, you, so it's a lot of work. So, you, you just have to be like, recognize that it's okay for you to be soft at times. It's okay for you to be vulnerable. It's okay for you to let your guards down. It's okay for you to smile and all those things. And every other thing will fall into place. But if you be like, yeah, I'm a man all the time, I'm a man, I have to get my stuff together, this, that, this, that. Dude, it's a long way to go, bro.
0: Long way to go. Yeah,
2: man, it is. It is. Uh, I think it, uh, for
0: me, a way of exporting that, I think like Taufik said, reaching out is important. Reaching out is very important. And I think for you to reach out, you also have to sort of have gotten to a place, like you said, where even when you reach out and it's not reciprocated, but perhaps in a way where the person is responsive or at the place where they can be responsive, you're still able to you know, not sort of take it personally and you know, just you know, leave that line open. Because I think that's the most hardest thing, especially for reaching out. Because for me, uh, I reach out a lot to a lot of people and it's one of the things I've had to learn, right? Because in most in most cases, when we reach out, there's sort of that, we have that, we set that expectation, even if it's not conscious, right? We set that expectation of where, you know, we are like, ah, you know, if I'm doing this for this person, this person should be responding or this person should be behaving in a certain way or they should be thinking in a certain way. And I think falling into that pitfall is also, I mean, it's a pitfall that should be, should be, you know, called out and said, hey, you know, as opposed to that, I think coming back to what you said in the beginning, is giving people a chance to be who they are and not judging them or not setting sort of uh, anything, just giving them the chance to express themselves, right? Not putting sort of any weight on them or any responsibility, right? Or any sort of, oh, I expect you to do this if I'm listening to you or if I'm talking. So most of the time, it's very hard because these things are not spoken. They're sort of implied and it's Sometimes you even have to consciously say, hey, you know, I'm not setting any expectations for you or I'm not, you know, telling you that you have to do this. And I think with coming back to that, my friend who uh, couldn't ask for help from his dad, what I said to him was, hey, you know, why do you feel like that? Right. Why do you feel that this person who has, you know, provided for you, who doesn't mind and everything, why do you feel that you cannot, you know, ask him or reach out, and he said, hey, you know, Emmanuel, I feel that, you know, I've been independent for a while now. At this stage, I should be able to, you know, stand on my own feet, but I'm still asking for help from this person. And, you know, it's sort of something that for myself, it's an, it's an expectation I've set for myself, right, where I, I feel that at this stage, I should not really be bothering the people. I should not, like, by people, I mean, it's dad and his family. I should not really be bothering them. And I, I'm still doing that, and it doesn't feel good to me. And because it doesn't feel good to me, I have all this pent up emotion. So because of that, I don't really want to reach out and ask for help. So I said, hey, you know, that's, actually valid right you know it's it's something you're feeling and you know yourself better than I do so anything you're telling me you definitely know it and feel it way better so I think the only thing I can say is definitely reaching out for help is not a sign of weakness I mean I I was reassuring him that hey you know it's not a sign of weakness it's not a sign that you're 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 a failure or disappointment or anything it just means you need help right now and if let's say for yourself if you feel that okay perhaps this is uh you're putting too much of a burden how about find a middle ground right how about put it out and say hey you know this thing that I need help with maybe I messed up or whatever I messed up and I realized I messed up and I want to you know I, I to be able to make up for this I need a certain sum of money which is a lot for me right now so if you can help me with some some I, I wouldn't mind right and I'll be really appreciative of it if you can help me with everything that'll be Fantastic, But, you know, if you can help me with some of it, I'll come up with some of it to myself, right? So which shows that, hey, you know, you're taking responsibility for what has happened. You're not just going and asking for it without sort of any uh, uh, repercussion or knowledge or learning from your past experience. And you're showing your parents that, hey, even though you're uh, uh, reaching out for help, you're still sort of trying to put in the work yourself. And any parent or at least any parent that cares for their child, I mean, there are different kind of parent out there, but on a general scale, to make it super simplified, we'll be like, okay, you know what? Okay, that makes sense, and he, he's trying. You know, at least you can see the effort, right? So, and at that stage, you know, if it were before, my advice would be like, hey, you know, why would you say that? Why would you not ask for help? Don't you know it's your dad? I, I would have said that before, but right now I realize that people don't just say stuff, right? There's, a, there's feelings, there's, there's things that they, there's so much history, so much. Uh, emotion and everything behind when they say they take a st- certain stance. So understanding why they take that stance is, I think, critical to sort of giving them the chance to think of an alternative. So to come to why we can export this, because hey, sorry, I'm Emmanuel and I sort of like to go the wrong long route. Um, I think it's creating that space where you can, and and I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not trying to imply that at all. But I think a change in that I have seen personally is instead of trying to, let's say, instruct or say, hey, okay, I know this, you should listen to this for me because I know this or because I'm in touch with my feelings or whatever, it's sort of giving them a chance in whatever it is they're feeling to know that, okay, whatever they're feeling is is okay, provide an alternative and provide sort of a different perspective but not forcing it for, for them, or giving them the choice to actually take it themselves, to actually say, hey, okay, I can take it or I can leave it, but giving them that choice as opposed to like trying to force it on them. So I think giving them the opportunity to fail, to grow in whatever failure it is, or even not to grow, right, because that's also an option, right, I think is very, very important. And I think with that, we are, we've hit our time limit for this episode. We've gone over a bit. We've gone over quite a bit, but hey, we make, nobody makes the rules. We make our own rules. So if anybody is still listening right now, um, thank you very much. Most importantly, these 52 minutes, so thank you really much. And yeah, I hope uh, you were able to learn something from, or at least get an insight into our own relationship and our own uh, point of view, point of view. Yeah. Perspective, perspective, yes, uh, field of view, uh, vantage point. Uh, rendezvous,
1: rendez- <laughs> rendezvous. <laughs> rendez- <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so I think that uh, that sort of does it. But I think the parent thing is uh, definitely a future episode where we should dedicate yeah, we'll one.
1: Dedicate, yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna end, uh, what, we're gonna piss off so many people.
0: So many people. <laughs> hey why not right it's our podcast so uh any last words uh taufik go uh
1: you all need therapy <laughs> go to therapy it's okay it's okay you don't have to tell anybody the first time just go and just see how it goes the first few times so you've heard you heard that and advice stop stop making these come bma that's some stupid ass shit. Nobody knows how to be a man. The fuck? I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) Uh, Nobody knows. Uh, So drop, drop that wig. Be a man. Stuff it up. (laughs) Please stop. So that's not us. That's we've done there. All right. Uh,
2: Ben? It's okay. For all you men out there, just do you. Just do it. (laughs) What does that even mean? What does that even mean? Ben? (laughs) They figure it out.
0: What, what again does that mean? <laughs> Alright, uh, last words. Um, it's hard. It's tough. Um, yeah, do please consider therapy, consider checking out therapy. Uh, it's, it's, I think, one of the most pivotal thing in me and fix life here. Uh, so, if, if you can, because many of these things, is actually too much for us to bear, and you actually need a professional. So, I think that's always my number one advice and number two is you know uh, uh be kind to yourself you know because it's it's hard most of us have grown up to torture ourselves and to beat ourselves up and to not really be comfortable in our own skin so i'll say a little kindness especially to yourself goes a very very long way and with that we shall be ending this episode thank you so much for tuning in or watching right now on facebook and youtube that i have not created yet hopefully it's on youtube when you're watching this. Um, do consider, um, subscribing to, you know, our podcast on whichever listener we are on every podcast platform. Uh, So do consider subscribing. If you like this, Uh, leave a rating on iTunes, if you really, really like this. And most importantly, don't forget to, you know, take it easy one day at a time and be kind to yourself. We shall catch you next time on the Basbos podcast. Uh, we out.